Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In yesterday's video, I went through rounds one through four of Fantasy Football ADP and I pinpointed one player in each round that I thought was going to be a bust. So I thought those players were overvalued. They were just being drafted a little bit too early and were gonna be disappointing for their Fantasy Football owners. And I'm gonna continue that same style of video today, but I'm gonna be talking about rounds five through eight. So locating the biggest bust in each round. If you guys watched this video and you enjoy the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Do you agree with the guys that I'm kind of fading? I think are not gonna live up to the potential. Let me know your perspectives, but let's get right into it. Starting off with round number five. I think the biggest bust from this round is going to be Travis Etienne. He is currently an early to mid fifth round pick, so he's not even going towards the end of the round. He's being drafted as the RB21, and he's basically going in this range where you still have some pretty solid workhorse running backs. So you have players like Miles Sanders. You know, he might not be a complete workhorse, but he still has that potential. And then guys like Mike Davis and Miles Gaskin, who I do believe are going to have, you know, really solid commands of their backfields. But the issue is, Travis Etienne is just not a workhorse. The Jaguars haven't been talking about him as a workhorse, and I just think this Jaguars offense is going to be a very heavy split, and it's really not an insult to Travis Etienne. I think he's a really solid running back, but really it's just because he has another really talented running back in that RB room, and that is James Robinson. I really respect him as a player, and it seems like the Jaguars do as well. An undrafted free agent last season who went out and put together a really, really solid season. He's a very solid running back, and I think he's going to see a solid chunk of this team's carries, and I think he's going to get a lot of the red zone work. He's definitely a bigger-bodied running back compared to Travis Etienne, and Etienne will definitely have his role in this offense. He's going to have the receiving work, and he's also going to get a decent amount of carries, and I do think he's probably going to score more points than James Robinson, but I just don't think he's going to have enough upside on this offense, and he's definitely not going to have enough volume. This isn't going to be a team that's like a top 10 offense that really can support two running backs. I don't think it's going to be like a Cleveland Browns. I just really don't because you do have other weapons in the receiving game and you have a top tier rookie quarterback. So I'm going to be completely fading Travis Etienne at this current ADP and would much rather be picking players lined up for monopolies in their backfield. Guys I mentioned like Mike Davis or Miles Gaskin. Moving on to round number six, I have another rookie running back that I think is going to be the biggest bust from this round and it is Javante Williams. And before I break him down, I'm going to give an honorable mention for the next biggest bust in Mike Williams. I really hate both of these players' ADPs, and I think they're basically equally bad picks. I just went with Javante Williams because he's being picked earlier in the round, but Mike Williams, also a terrible pick here at wide receiver. He's had multiple years to break out as a super relevant fantasy football wide receiver. He hasn't done it yet. Why is he going to do it this year? He got to play with Justin Herbert last season, still wasn't able to make a huge impact. So in my opinion, you should also be fading Mike Williams. But to lock in on Javante Williams, he's being picked right next to running backs, Miles Gaskin and Kareem Hunt. And I'm just not seeing the value here with Javante Williams. I think overall, this entire Broncos offense is being overhyped. It just seems like there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed and not a ton of upside. A wide receiver. You have Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy. You also have Hamler thrown in there. And then at tight end, 
You have Noah Fant, running backs, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. And I don't think this is going to be a top 20 offense. So there's no shot they're going to be able to support all of these weapons. And the Broncos running backs last season really just did not see much of a ceiling. We saw Melvin Gordon put together some really solid numbers on the ground, but what was really lacking was his receiving work. We saw on the Chargers, he was a very capable wide receiver, but he just did not get the opportunities last year with the Broncos. And he was operating as essentially the workhorse. He had almost 100 more carries than the backup running back, Philip Lindsay but he still only finished as the RB24 in points per game. And so right now, Williams is basically being drafted at his ceiling, and that is assuming he takes over as the workhorse role. You know, if he gets those carries that Melvin Gordon had last year, he's basically being drafted around this RB24 slot. But that is a huge assumption that he is able to take over the workhorse role, and I feel like it's coming out of nowhere. Melvin Gordon is not gone. He did not disappear. He still has one more year left on his deal with the Broncos, and he was not a bad running back last season. He was very solid, and I don't think they're going to try to replace him right away. And also, everything we're hearing out of training camp is that Melvin Gordon is still clearly the running back one. And so if these two guys are in a committee or Melvin Gordon is leading, I really don't think either player is going to have a ton of value as a potential starter. So I really think Javante Williams has the potential to be one of the biggest busts in the draft. In round number seven, my biggest bust is Michael Gallup. He is being drafted as the wide receiver 35. And I'll admit that Michael Gallup's talent, I think is much higher than his fantasy value. I think he is a better real life wide receiver than he is a fantasy wide receiver. But obviously this is fantasy, so that's what we've got to focus on. On most teams, he's probably a wide receiver one or at worst a wide receiver two. But on this stacked Cowboys offense, he is the wide receiver three. He had a really solid sophomore season, but I mean, the Cowboys going out and drafting C.D. Lamb in last year's draft just totally kind of tanked Michael Gallup's stock because in this offense, you have Lamb occupying the slot and then you have Cooper and Gallup on the outside, but obviously Cooper is the alpha over Michael Gallup. There's been some reports that Michael Gallup is getting reps in the slot, but that really doesn't kind of change my mind on him. I think it actually only makes me feel worse about him because the Cowboys are only making this change to get Lamb more reps outside. You know, it's not like, oh, we think Michael Gallup will be better out of the slot. I think it means that they think C.D. Lamb is better out wide, so they're kind of just pushing Michael Gallup inside. So that really does not benefit Gallup at all. And I think that kind of leaves Michael Gallup as a weekly boom or bust player. We saw it in the first five games when Dak was healthy last season. You know, he had four basically non-factor games, one huge game, but that's not a player you're going to feel comfortable starting. And I don't think he's going to be a confident start for you unless there's an injury to Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. And you know, in round number seven, I'm not drafting a guy who's going to have value only if someone gets injured. So I'm definitely fading him at this ADP just because I don't think he's going to be able to get enough volume and enough work on this offense when he's playing behind two top tier wide receivers. You also have Ezekiel Elliott at running back. So if he's the number four option, I just don't see the potential there. Moving on to round number eight. This is the last round I'm going to talk about today. The biggest bust, in my opinion, is going to be McCole Hardman. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 43. I actually talked about him as a do not draft wide receiver, you know, probably around a month ago, and his ADP has only risen since then. 
He is going ahead of players like Curtis Samuel and Brandon Cooks. These are guys who have established themselves as proven fantasy relevant players in years past. McCole Hardman obviously has not. And this is the argument, you know, the pro McCole Hardman thing that I've been hearing. You have Sammy Watkins leaving. So McCole Hardman now has the opportunity to step into that wide receiver two role. And I just think that is crazy because Sammy Watkins has not been a confident fantasy start in his three seasons with the Chiefs. And now you're expecting McCole Hardman to step in and be relevant in that role. It's obviously not a role that you should be targeting if the guy hasn't been able to do it for the past three seasons. And what makes me believe that McCole Hardman is going to step in and perform better than Sammy Watkins in that role when he wasn't able to beat him out last season. Also, you still have Demarcus Robinson there who is going 110 picks after McCole Hardman despite the two basically having identical numbers last season. Demarcus Robinson only had 94 less receiving yards and one less receiving touchdown. So I don't understand why McCole Hardman has basically been chosen as the guy who's going to be pushed. You know, oh, he has this crazy upside now with the Chiefs. I just do not see it. You have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Those are Patrick Mahomes' top targets. They're just going to get so much work so much touchdown upside. There's honestly just not a ton of room for the other players. You know, he may go out there and give you three games with some big stats, but I don't think you're ever going to feel comfortable starting him on a week-to-week basis. And in round number eight, that is not the type of player I'm going to target. So I'm totally fading him at his ADP. All right, so those were the biggest busts from rounds five through eight. If you guys enjoyed this video, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Do you agree with these guys that I think are going to bust? Or do you think some of these guys are solid picks? Let me know down below. I'll be responding to everyone who comments. Thank you guys for stopping by, watching, and listening. Stay tuned tomorrow. I'm going to be putting out my updated running back rankings for the 2021 season. So keep an eye on that. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for stopping by, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.